Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens, it's two old queens, they're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens, it's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello! Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Oh, Mark, I am so excited about our guest this week. Please let everyone know who's joining us. I'll let everyone know. He's an actor and comedian. You know him from the comedy group Big Grande, as well as the podcast Teacher's Lounge and Mad Dog Pod. It's Ryan Rosenberg. Yay! Hello! Oh, yes, yes, yes. Wow. It's like oh, you I love that rave. energy. Nice. Yeah, I brought some people to cheer me on as I was doing the pod. <laughs> that is not, should not be happening during a pandemic. I know, I know. But, you know, I have to keep my employees flush. That's oh, true. You know. got to kind of them working some way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't have employees. <laughs> I would. Yeah. Why would you? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you this would. What do I person. know? You maybe can have, have a fleet of assistants. Yeah. That's maybe right. you have a, You're all those credits uh, you just riled off. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you're doing silk screening or something on the side. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That because that is a business where you need a lot of assistance. Tons. There is yes. a silk screening place across the street from my house. We never know what they do. The doors are always closed, but there's always people coming and going. Really? You think they would yeah. have their doors wide open while they're silk screened? I would want to see. I'm so curious. Well, you you could to be probably walk a... over. Did you walk over with a basket of muffins? Be like, hey, I just want to welcome you to the neighborhood. I am even not though you've been here for years. <laughs> During a pandemic, no one <laughs> wants to <laughs> pop over. <laughs> I had that's... this thought yesterday, like the meanest text you could send to anybody right now is like, you home? <laughs> shoot no uh, i'll be back soon ryan are you inspired by the movie a little bit are you uh much of a cook chef i like to cook i don't know you if like i'm a, i don't know if i'm a chef but i would say i'm a good cook uh but but nothing crazy fancy you know i like to pretend i'm fancy and when i'm cutting things 
do it nicely, you know, but you like a good cut. Sure. Yeah. I love a nice solid cut. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Julienne. Yeah. That was good. Bounoir is that one? That's little squares. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Squares of what? Who knows? Apples or carrots? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Carrots. If only I had a square carrot right now. It tastes so different. It makes a difference. (laughs) It really does. (laughs) I just don't, I get so like, I get frustrated. Like you'll spend an hour cooking something and then I eat it in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. That balance is off. It really is. It's really the ever, ever problem. I mean, it's, you feel like a failure every time when you're just like, well, that tasted good, but it wasn't worth the time. And then there are all those dishes you got to do. That's the worst. Do you guys have dishwashers? No, we, I do. Mark, you're living the life. Wow. It's pretty great. You're the winner. But I don't put pots and pans in it. Okay. 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 <laughs> this is an I'm old man of the people still. Right yeah. <laughs> still in touch with your roots. I'm a man of the people. I do my own pots and pans. I, he still knows how to scour, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry. <laughs> I can scowl and I can scour. Um, I like cooking like this. Uh, last summer, I started like once every few months now. Not enough. <laughs> but I'll make like a, a big chili on the weekend, you know, mm, like a big ah. veggie chili. But then it's good. You got it for like three, four days. And I love leftovers. Like I have no problem eating the same thing every night if it's good for like three or four days. Like sure. I'm totally fine with that. And chili tastes better the more it like sits. You got to let it age a little bit. You got to let it. It's really the one thing itself. that's allowed Like a lasagna, to age. yes. Mm-hmm. Like a Liz Taylor. You got to <laughs> let it age. It'll just get better. <laughs> like a fine wine, my chili sits in my glass aging. Do you drink it out of a wine glass? Of course. <laughs> Man of the people. <laughs> no, of course. I eat it out of a bowl like all, you know, blue collar folk. Dog Do you have like a favorite thinking. thing to make? Like a like, is there like a dish I, you? For a, a little while, I was I've made a a bolognese pasta many times Ooh, because okay. I really wanted to get good at it or like be able to to cook it well, you know, and have it not be the first time I cook something yeah, right. every time um so i like that and i i like to do that i'll do that same thing you're talking about mark in the winter cook like a big bolognese and just eat it for like five days or maybe even freeze some of it and eat it later that's great that oh. it's like a little time freezes capsule. very well yeah yeah it's a little time capsule this was oh, the bolognese they ate in the 90s <laughs> i wish i would try someone's old bolognese only if it had stayed frozen that's why there's a pog in it i guess <laughs> it's a half time capsule you know metaphorically. you don't know what you're gonna find it's a treat i'd recommend straining it before you eat it <laughs> there's an old lens cd in here does yeah. that work I don't know. steal my sunshine there we go well, speaking of a bit of sunshine in a okay. dreary world, today we're talking about Julie and Julia, not Julia and Julie. That's not a movie, apparently. No. We're talking about Julie and Julia. John, what's the deal with Julie and Julia? Mark, let me tell you the deal with Julie and Julia. <laughs> it was written and directed by Nora Ephron based on two books, Julia Child's autobiography, My Life in France, and a memoir by Julie Powell, Julie and Julia, 365 Days, 524 Recipes, One Tiny Apartment Kitchen, which was later retitled Julie and Julia, My Year of Cooking Dangerously. The film contrasts the life of chef Julia Childs in the early years of her culinary career 
with the life of young New Yorker Julia Julie Powell, who aspires to cook all 524 recipes in Child's Cookbook in 365 days, a challenge she described on her blog, making Julie and Julia the first major motion picture based on a blog. Uh, it stars Meryl Streep, Amy Adams, Stanley Tucci, and Chris Messina. The film premiered on August 7th, 2009 and grossed $129.5 million off a budget of $40 million. Not too shabby. It received mostly positive reviews from critics. The Los Angeles Times critic Kenneth Turin called it a consummate entertainment that echoes the rhythms and attitudes of classic Hollywood. It's a satisfying throwback to those old-fashioned movie fantasies where impossible dreams do come true. And in this case, it really happened. Twice! Meryl Streep received her 16th Academy Award nomination, and Julie and Julie was Efron's last film before her death in 2012. And that is the deal with Julie and Julia. So Ryan, we asked you to pick a movie. Why mm -hmm. Julie and Julia? I had I had watched it not too long ago and just really enjoyed it. And and I think I was you would ask me to think of something and I had no idea. I was too stressed over what to pick. So I was scrolling through and I was like, hey, that's kind of a fun movie. I could talk about that. So no real reason. And I guess I do like cooking. So I guess it resonates with me in that. And movies are like food. You. You'll just have the you'll watch the same one over and over for five days. Yes, in a row. I'll consume them. <laughs> yes. Why is this DVD of speed in the freezer? <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for we break out the bolognese from the 90s. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> so it's not do you think it's a good movie? It sounds like you like this movie. You saw it for I the first like time like a few weeks ago. I, yeah, I didn't. When did it come out? Did you say? 2009. Yeah, I didn't see it till so, more recently. Uh, <laughs> and I and I was surprised how much I liked it. I don't know why, uh, but I just thought it was very sweet and cute and uh, it's nice. I don't know. And I also when I was watching it, it, it sort of bothered me at the end that uh, Amy Adams and Meryl Streep never actually meet. Like that they're in this whole movie together, but they have no scenes together kind of made me, I didn't think about it the whole movie, but then at the end I was like, Hey, that kind of pissed me off. I don't know why. <laughs> you'd it love been the funny. movie. Yeah. You'd love the movie heat though. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> it would be funny if each of them were in the other timeline, but as like a, like just a random person, like, like Amy Adams, <laughs> sure. like sold a uh, Julia Child some oysters or something like yeah. that. <laughs> Just some foppish French lady right, exactly. walking through. <laughs> Ooh, ba baguette. Uh, au revoir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be nice. That's so good, John. Thank you. Yeah, bread. Good audition. <laughs> Someone's been doing Duolingo. <laughs> oh, it passes the time. Sure. Uh, so it sounds like Ryan's a hardcore, passionate fan of this movie. Uh, John, what do you? Th what's your background? Your history? Your baggage? So I had never seen Julie and Julia before last oh. night it was one of those things where part of me when you know i of course was aware of it and part of me thought i don't know that this movie's for me and in watching it last night i realized my instinct was right i don't know what was wrong but i profoundly did not like this movie wow <laughs> which i know is weird because it's a pretty benign kind of film but yeah. uh the amy adams character i just had zero sympathy for her whatsoever like as soon as this movie started i was like shut up like she's trying oh, to start a blog john yeah, oh, poor thing she had to move to uh, maybe it's because i lived uh in astoria slash long island city for years and i was like why are you acting like you're going to your death by uh moving from brooklyn to long island city uh i didn't care about any of her problems whatsoever i thought this whole movie was just two white women in pearls cooking and i couldn't care <laughs> at all um 
I'm sure Amy Adams is a lovely person. I don't wish anything bad about her. And I just, I just, uh, I don't know. This movie, I was just like, I didn't care. I thought the steaks were, I maybe I'm also like not a big, I'm not into cooking so much. Uh, I don't know, but this movie just, it took me so long to watch it because I had to keep stopping and doing something else because I was just <laughs> wanted to scream at it. So a movie that was a little over two hours took me probably three and a half hours to get through. <laughs> sure. Which oh, is man. my own fault for just prolonging my misery with it. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, didn't really care for this film. How about you, Mark? What's your... Uh... <laughs> I think I saw it a few years ago, but I hadn't seen it since then. And I had the same issue then that I do now. Like I do, I really love the Meryl Streep, Stanley Tucci stuff. Like to me, that stuff is just like so fun and light and easy. And I like that there's like kind of like zero stakes to their thing. It's just kind of like a pure escapist. And like, they genuinely seem to like be in love and like they're charming lovely couple and like right. I like just spending and their world is so like fun it's like Paris in the 50s and like live you know <laughs> sure. having these fun, cool parties like oh this is all great <laughs> but then you're like whiplash back into these other storylines <laughs> of this like surly woman listening to 9-11 victims and she's annoyed yeah you know what I mean <laughs> so it's this the, the dichotomy between the two and then I just when you did the recap when you're telling us what's the deal with the movie it's like if I wrote a book about my experience with like, I don't know, like uh, Stanley Kubrick, I wouldn't write it Mark and Stanley. That seems crazy to me. <laughs> to put your own name in the title of your book? That, that doesn't seem that Is crazy Is that crazy to me? Well, because it was about know. her, but it- It seems well, like this, someone- In this, in this book of yours, you're probably, I think you're imagining that you're working with Stanley Kubrick, so that's different, but this was well, like- Well, that her, would like, be a call of medium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I don't know, it just felt like, uh, I don't know, that didn't, that didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't get caught on that at all, but- Maybe I, it's just funny. weird that I thought she put her name first. Like, why are you <laughs> oh. giving yourself top billing over Julia Child? <laughs> right, Julia and Julia, right. Yeah, Julia and Julie sounds maybe a little worse. Could be. It's harder to say. Yeah. I do love though that Julia Child, Julia Child, hated Julie and wanted nothing mm-hmm. to do with her. But did mm-hmm. we? That was one of the things that frustrated me too. Is like I wanted to know exactly what she said. She said that she's she's Julia Child thought uh, Julie like swore too much and she didn't like write about the food itself, which is nothing about the movie too. Like watching, it, you're like, what is Julie getting at it? Like she seems to be more motivated by the fame of it all uh, more than like, right. do you like this food you're made? Like, do you like have any right. insights on like the process of like learning to do this? Does that and. To her, it's just about like how I got likes. I got 50 comments, you know, right. honey, get on TikTok. You'll lose yeah. your mind. <laughs> you post one video, you got 100,000 likes on it. That's a nice algorithm, that TikTok. That one, one. That's right. <laughs> They've really figured that one out. Yeah, yeah. when I was rewatching it, there was like this whole part of the storyline that I didn't really remember where it was like him calling her a narcissist and about her like sort of chasing the fame thing. And I was like, oh yeah, that's not what I remembered i thought it was just sort of cooking and i think i was like remembering the julia child's part more right yeah then it is like oh yeah, yeah this is about someone like avoiding her spouse to become internet famous a little yeah. bit <laughs> right it's like oh and yeah that isn't that charming up, they ended up in real life they got a divorce and she wrote this book her follow-up book was called 
cleaved and it's about like it was oh, ostensibly her like world into like the art of butchery i guess you could say okay. and of course now that's a metaphor for a relationship but the whole time i read a very good review on npr <laughs> that just kind of like tears it apart she's like totally unapologetic about having an affair and being an asshole and uh she comes off very unlikable um so that's who amy adams is playing in the movie okay <laughs> So great choice, Ryan. Wow. Thank you so much. You really much. came to win. <laughs> I had no idea what to choose. I looked at some of the movies and they were all over the place. I was like, Armageddon. Okay. That could, That's could Aaron Whitehead for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ryan, as you may or may not know, we are looking for the gayest movies ever. So a very complex <laughs> and Byzantine scoring system. So we're going to go through a ton of categories and we're all going to grade the movie. And at one point, you are going to create a category and it will be added to, to the wheel. wheel. What does that mean? It doesn't matter. You'll, You'll understand when we get to Great. it. Don't worry about it. Just maybe in the back of your head, you're going to have to come up with a category. Mm -hmm. um, so we got a ton of categories. And this is our current rankings. This is our current top five movies, the top five gayest movies ever. Um, this is their percentage score. Number five with an 85.19%, The Lost Boys. Number four with an 86.92%, Death Becomes Her. Number three with an 89.81%, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Number two with a 92.99%, The Bride of Frankenstein. And the current still reigning champ, number one gayest movie ever with a 94.83%, Female Trouble. So if you had to guess, <laughs> where do you think Julie and Julie is going to end up? I think that's going to end up pretty low, <laughs> pretty low. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. 50, 50 on the, the list. I don't know. 50. All okay. right. What do you guys think? Do you have a guess? I think Probably about there. Maybe that yeah. there it might be a little lower just because even though I wouldn't call this at all homophobic, but there's just, there's like gay doesn't exist in this world really right. so much in this movie. Uh-huh. Well, let's get started. We'll figure let's out exactly it. how gay it is. Our first group <laughs> of categories are the canon categories. So for these, we're each going to give it a score between zero and 100. Then we take the average of all three of our scores. So the first category, Ryan, how would you rate Julie and Julia on a scale of zero to 100 in actual gay characters? <laughs> hmm. Zero. Well, this, I think, right? <laughs> There's I no... think they ask, they ask Stanley Tucci if he's gay and he laughs right. and says no. He's right. like, this is one of the few movies I'm not playing gay in. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot. I was one, I maybe it's because it was Jane Lynch. I was like, oh, maybe she's gay, but she wasn't gay. Nope. The only person I thought might be was Amy Adams's boss at her job. Uh, his name, that actor's name is Brooks Ashmanskis, who we talked about on our Patreon episode for The Prom because he originated the role in the musical The Prom that uh, James Corden ended up playing. Oh, so he's gay in real life. Easter Whether egg. his character is gay or not, I don't know. Well, he does say he's not a Republican, which That's, is kind of a gay thing to which say. Which is a very gay thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that's, a, that's a case. Yeah, I mean, it's a, I, I'll give it a three just for that, you know? A three. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty low. Yeah, sure, I'll give it a three as well. Why not? Ryan, we're going to need a score from you for actual I'll say a three then. I'll a three! three. Yeah. Go and safe. <laughs> give it an average of three. <laughs> Which is about half of what Air Bud got, which had an Air Bud got a 6.33. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yep. Wow. All right. Our next category drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch Julia and Julia and come away with a whole book of ideas? <laughs> I would say for Julia Child, absolutely. Sure. 
I think a little, I mean, if you want uh, Dan Aykroyd's portrayal of her is technically drag. There you go. Why do they show the entire sketch? <laughs> it's really, long. they're like no, laughing Efron at it really like everybody to. remembers. I also never like when people repeat lines that I just heard. Like, yeah, it was funny when they said it. Yeah, that was funny when that was said. I feel like this movie did have a lot of those like tough things to do where it's like, act like you're writing a blog or like act like you're laughing at a sketch that you're watching or like act like you're cooking. And it was like, these are all really rough things to ask actors to do. It always looks horrible. I just wish there was like a 75, 80 minute version of this movie. That's just the Julia Child stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you I think you would have liked it more than John? Like, do you like the Julia Child storyline? I did like it more, but I think if, if it was like an hour and a half of just her being like, I would be like, <laughs> we need a break. Like there was a way which I appreciated the rest, resting that game as it were. Um, but I definitely did enjoy that part more. Uh, I found her totally delightful the whole way through. Um, <laughs> So yeah, Ryan, what do you think for drag queen inspiration? There's uh, there's the iconic, uh, there's a lot of good 50s ladies fashions. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe maybe from the from the French inspired stuff. I don't really see much from the cooking in an apartment. No. I, guess I have no idea. Like boot cut slacks she was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> was that a wig Amy Adams had or just a bad? It was weird to see Amy Adams in this movie at all. It Because it was so, she plays like such a basic, person with weird hair and now i think of her as like taking a swing in every movie like you she's know like I mean? a good great actress yeah she <laughs> yes. can do anything yeah mm -hmm. yeah right you know? like she would be the she's other lois lane part. she's enchanted you know what yeah. i mean uh, yeah. the woman has range <laughs> that's right <laughs> arrival she talked to aliens traveled through time <laughs> what more does she have to do give her an oscar <laughs> she's trying she's trying and we all want it to happen I'm rooting for her. We're all rooting yeah. for Amy Adams. Um, so. Ryan, yeah, what do you want to give Julie and Julia for drag queen inspiration? Oh, boy. Um, I would say, I don't know, maybe a, maybe a 15 for the Julia Child stuff. 15. Yeah, it's pretty low, because even though, like, yes, there is the Suburban housewife stuff, there's nothing that if a drag queen did it, you'd be like, that's Julie and Julia, unless <laughs> unless she was like a turkey that was like sewn up. I don't know. Like there wasn't, she had like a, her hat was just like a pot with beef bourguignon in it. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I'll go yes. 17. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty low, but I'll give it a 19 just for that weird badge they wear. <laughs> sure. That was never really explained. What was the badge? The like three gourmets or something. Oh, yeah. Like her yes, and her yes, like yes. friends that. I love when they kick the friend out, though. Of the you're out of the book. Right. All that stuff's like really fun. I think I'm gonna like, get divorced. <laughs> yeah. That was a fun little pity moment. Uh, giving it a 17 in drag queen inspiration, which is okay. It's a uh, eight points higher than Air Bud in drag queen Ooh. inspiration. <laughs> All right, yours is kind of a. This is your two. Your dog is Air Bud the Air bottom Bud. so far. Is Air Bud the the least? No, I believe no, um, it's still Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> is it tied with uh, when Sarah, Harry met Sally? Uh, it is. They're both tied at sixteen. When Harry met that's Sally, a, written that's by two Nora, Nora Ephron. Ephron. Uh, yeah, but we love right. Nora Ephron. We do. Yeah. But this movie was not it. <laughs> uh, oh, meow. <laughs> All right. Here's our next category. Ryan, how would you rate Julia and Julia on gay icons? <laughs> well, we got Meryl uh, Streep. Uh, Meryl Streep, sure. I mean, I don't know. Uh, what do you mean Street, you don't know? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, gay icons, I guess. Meryl Streep, Stanley Tucci feels like he's. I don't know. Is that is he's he liked adjacent. or not? Adjacent. He's liked, I think. We love you know. 
Uh, I'm sort of like sick of him playing gay roles. I will say that. Uh-huh. Well, he's done uh, it twice, right? He's or done it times? way more than twice. He's done it a ton of times. Tell me. Well, I, then, I know Devil Wars Prada. Devil Wars Prada. Supernova or something. It's he's Nova done it more. I haven't done a deep dive, but I feel like I, you're, you're flipping a coin with Stanley Tucci. It's 50-50 is what it seems like. He's verse. For the check, sure. He's de- the that, check? He is gay for pay right there. That is Stanley <laughs> Tucci for you. Um, I would say Maybe. Amy Adams. I guess I like I feel with Amy Adams the same way I feel about Meryl Streep. Like, yes, they're incredibly talented and like great actresses, but I wouldn't feel like they're to me, they're not like Cher or you know what I mean? But Where, they like, just the did like, on the yeah. for the prom. They did a night of 100 Merrill's. That's true. On the prom? For like promotion of the prom. Okay, there was gotcha. an, an online like event of like a night of 100 or a bunch of drag queens did Merrill. You know what I mean? Sure, like, sure. Meryl Streep is definitely a gay icon. Gays love their actresses. I, I, I don't disagree. You don't have to be a Broadway star to be a gay icon. I would also say we got Julia Child herself. Julia Child, uh, yeah, I think so. Nora Ephron. Yeah, I was sure. wondering, is Nora Ephron or is that more? These aren't hundreds, by the way. I'm just saying. Yeah, um, and I, I would mean, also I think, count. Go I ahead. would say like with like Nora Ephron, with and even like Julia Child's like gays like them, but are they like iconic? You know what I mean? Like that's that to me, it's like <laughs> a lower eye icon. Will we say Jane Lynch, a gay icon for her work on Glee and, and Best in Show. Best in Show. Sure. I would give I would I would probably put Jane Lynch a little higher because also like she's gay. She's out like she's like one of the more earlier first wave sure. uh, outings more so than I would say like Julia Childs or like Nora Ephron. What about uh, Deborah Rush's Avis? Deborah Rush played the mother on Strangers with Candy. To me, that is sure, big sure. Buko points. And also Francis sure. Sternhagen. I love ours, Francis. Stern. And then great. also, I can't believe no one's mentioned it, Gay Paris. That's true. Gay the Paris, iconic. Of course. The Eiffel Tower. It's right in the name. Gay Paris. Baguette. Au revoir. Au revoir. So a ranking quite from a few. Yeah. What do we think? I, I guess I don't know the rating system. You do enough. not have to 25. go 25. <laughs> 25, I think that's really low personally, but um, 50. <laughs> yeah, you, you go make first. A 50. You guys go first. I'll go first. I think you're right. We've got a lot of like decent contenders, but no like home runs for me. Um, even though, I mean, like if you're talking about Meryl Streep's career overall, obviously she has a ton of huge things. I'll go, I'll go 68. You really don't like Meryl Streep. That is not true, Mark. You just don't <laughs> think she's a gay icon. That's crazy to me. I'm going to give this 100. I think it's just a cumulative. 100? Wow. All the things I listed? <laughs> was I talking about my soft, ass? Kind of like, uh, okay. It I adds guess. up. Cumulative. Do you know <laughs> okay. what cumulative means? Yes, I do know what cumulative means. <laughs> I'll go 65. 65. Wait, I'll change my 25 to a 65. <laughs> You're a man of conviction. Um, <laughs> giving it a 77.67, which is about 17 points higher than Mean Girls. Sure, why not? All right. This next category, the male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form? There's not we much. Get a, so, we get a little Christmas scene in bed. A little. There's one like open robe, Stanley Tucci moments. Right. Mm -hmm. But he's like sitting and the robe isn't like, hello. It's just sort of like there. You get it's a little peek. Little peek. You're in the bath moment. for a moment. That's true. Uh, doesn't that seem, well, don't you wish you had like stamps and like, oh, my stationary table? It seems so pleasing. <laughs> yeah. It just seems it like really a nice, does. like, if your life yeah. was at that speed, you know what I mean? Like, 
it, sure. it made me yearn for the years of just no computers. You just sort of go to right. the market, come home and cook. And that was your whole day. That Play a nap. Pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. But how would yeah. you blog? That's true. That's true. How would I monetize my podcasts? <laughs> Cha-ching. Um, not a lot in here, though. Christmas scene is awfully cute, but it's not like shot particularly. It's a very right. uh, respectful movie to everyone. Yes, involved. that's true. <laughs> it's not a very horny. Well, it is kind of horny because I do like that uh, Julia and Paul are like they mm -hmm. have a sex life. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which is not you rarely see a middle aged couple with a sex life in movies. That's true. She says stiff cock at, at one point. Funny. That's true. When she talks about yeah, his yeah. nap when he has to take his nap. We know what yes. that means. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so what do we want to give this for the male gaze? Ryan does not want to go first. Oh, I'll go first. Um, I'll go. It really, to me, is just that one scene with Christmasina. So I'll go. I'll go 14. 14. Yeah, I'm going to go 12. It's pretty low, I think. And I'm gonna go 13 for no other oh, reason. Nice. Than so the average of your yeah, yeah, average. Yeah. <laughs> Giving it a 13. All right, our next category: entrances with pizzazz. Which are, are there any entrances with pizzazz? I do like when Julia enters her cooking class, going bonjour. That's true. <laughs> and they all just kind of look, and then also Dorothy getting off the train, and them just like screaming at each other through the steam. The very opening, there was like a thing where a car, a very fancy car is just sort of like lowered from a ship. I thought that was kind of fun and pizzazzy. Very fun. But other than that, it's, it's not like yeah. a, this isn't the Lost Boys. No. <laughs> is there a lot of pizzazz entrances in the Lost Boys? Oh, you got to oh. see the Lost Boys. Oh, boy. if, you, if you're a fan of entrances with pizzazz. <laughs> yeah, so we don't want to get this for entrances with pizzazz. It's not a super pizzazzy movie. No. No. It's more Let's slice go 20. Of life. 20. 20. I'm going to go 11. 11. Um, I'll go 17. Given an average of 16, <laughs> which is five <laughs> points lower than just friends. Okay. Okay. All right. Next category. Might make up some points here, maybe. Strident women. How would you write the strident women in Julia and Julia? There's a bunch. There's Amy Adams' whole yeah. Cobb salad gang. Those Cobb salad ladies. That's right. <laughs> Why That's is she right. friends with them in the first place? That's what I was wondering. And then I so I was like, I think they went to college together. But I was I also think they like, were all awful in college. And then they just like got that rich. was my guess. But I was I, but I watched it. This is like one of the things where I was just like furious at this movie. I was like, because she uh, Amy Adams character is like just turning 30. Like, like that's part of her thing. I was like, when I was 30 <laughs> a few years ago, uh, like I wasn't hanging out with even the people I liked from college, let alone having like a standing lunch date with the nightmares I was friends with in college. <laughs> no, like, disco was king. You were out in the clubs. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had my bell bottoms. And my poppers and I was ready to go, boys. <laughs> I gotta be on the light up dance floor. <laughs> I did um also the cordon blue lady who just oh, hates yeah. Julia Child. Uh-huh. And I also thought um the nerve of like someone removing bread from your hands. Like, what would you do if someone did that to you? I think I'd be shocked. Yeah, I'd be like, excuse me. <laughs> excuse who the fuck do you think you, you are? At the very least, an excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Because I rarely say excuse me to anybody. And if I do, it's almost like I just got polite with you. Do you know yeah. how crazy? You know what I mean? Kill him with kindness. Yeah. Uh-huh. If Ryan's polite, oh, are we being big polite? Trouble. Are we being excuse polite right now? Excuse me? Is that what's oh, happening? Shit. We're bringing manners to the table? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even in a yelling match. I'm composed. 
Uh, yeah. So what do you want to give this for strident women? I think there's lots of strident women. I think this is more a, a movie for women than for uh, it's not a gay movie. It's like a women's movie or something, a Nora yeah, right? Ephron movie. A, a Nora know, Ephron. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I guess a, I guess a hundred. That's all about that. <laughs> Some of the most strident women you've ever seen put to film. Most. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think you got Amy Adams. I think Meryl Streep is like the opposite. She's so delightful, especially at the beginning. They go through like great lengths to be like, she likes everybody, even the woman who she doesn't like. She's like sweet about. But like those women, uh, I'll give it a 62. 62. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll give it 72. Why not? Uh, giving it a 78, which is 6.7 points higher than Die Hard. Pretty good. Hey, there you go. <laughs> All right, next category, macabre. How macabre is Julia, Julia? Well, it's all the 9-11 stuff. It's the 9-11 stuff. Uh, the Dan Aykroyd sketch where he bleeds to death, that's kind of Funny. macabre. Lobster killing. All those lobster killings, yeah, that was kind of dark. I did like uh, Mrs. Joy, Ms. Ermer Rombout talking the story about her husband killed himself. Oh, right. Yeah, she kind of lives in like a, maybe not so macabre, but like a joyless version of new york all her friends are like asshole developers that are like <laughs> right very vapid like <laughs> cartoons basically yeah well i gotta shut down a more an orphanage <laughs> yeah 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 i was surprised they didn't come back like they weren't like oh my god your blog they never got right. their comeuppance no and i'm surprised they didn't do any cob salad gags i mean they spend a lot of time on that joke for it to never return yeah, Those, everyone orders it special yeah. and different, but the no, 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 no one sends it back or nothing. It's yeah, like, well, who arrive. cares then? Yeah, I felt like this movie overall sort of suffered from that, and like it was trying to be two movies at the same time. So there were so many things that were so short, like right. that scene with uh, near the end where uh, Meryl Streep and her her publisher are, like coming up with the title for the book. I'm like. Did we need this? Like, yeah, it's only 90 seconds, but it was like, <laughs> what if we put these cards together? What? I was like, what? We okay. <laughs> right. Who cares? Yeah. Ah, that's another thing. Coming up with the title of the book is so cinematic. It's so fun to look at. But yeah, there's not a whole lot of macabre, I think, in this it's movie. Not a terribly. Mm -hmm. Well, also, there's the whole running thing of uh, Julia can't have kids. Oh, like right. There's a little macabreness there. Yeah, they never. She cries in a scene. Did that make you happy, John? I was in a delighted. different emotional Good. tone. Mm. Good. I just licked my lips and pretended they were her tears. <laughs> wow. Her childless tears. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Macabre, maybe, maybe a 30. 30. That, the lobster was pretty intense. I'll go 27. 27. Like, I don't like lobster enough to bother to do that. Like, it seems like <laughs> that. Talk about too much work. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'll give it a 25, giving it an average of 27.33, which is 4.33 points higher than just friends again, rearing its ugly okay. head. All right, next category, dramatic lighting. Who would you write the dramatic lighting in Julia and Julia? I do think all the food looks great. That's true. The food is mm -hmm. shot really well. And then the only other mm -hmm. like truly dramatic lighting is like when the scene changes from the museum to like, the past and the one oh the right shot, yes, essentially mm -hmm. right right when she's visiting 
Yeah, there was that. The other thing too, which again was another thing that like made me furious was that at the end where Amy Adams has all her friends over for her like her last meal. I'm like, you've had this rooftop available to you this whole time and you're whining about this horrible apartment you have to live in in Long Island City. I really didn't like her in this movie. Um, but it was like, but like that's a gorge, like that people would kill to have that access to right. that. Like, how dare you? But John, her husband accused her of being selfish. Yeah, that's true. The poor thing. <laughs> the poor thing. <laughs> She had to cook in that actually decent sized kitchen the yeah, whole time. Pretty nice kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge. You got this cool setup. How you people get into the apartments fun. You yeah. Your own private stairwell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. She has her, her cooking pearls that she wore all the time. <laughs> uh, so not too dramatic lighting. I mean, it all no. looks good. Like the production design, A plus, I would say. Yes. Like the sets, everything looks great. But... But it's not, not like very dramatic. cinematic and that yeah. they're all just like in one room at a time. There's not a lot of moving. I do think though, Nora Ephron does like shoot comedy really well. I think like she just lets it like live and breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, like she keeps it wide a lot, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just lets it play out. And I just appreciate that about her filmmaking. That's true. Did I, I watching it, I was like, this kind of feels like a play or like theater-y a little bit. And just that it, there's not a lot of cutting and stuff. It's just like, yeah, watch her act. It's right. kind of what, what do you need? Like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We need to like a dolly around her spinning mm, at yeah. the same time. Right. I guess right. that'd be of Michael Bay. Quentin Tarantino yeah. did. Julian did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we want to get this for dramatic lighting. I think for the I think the food stuff is good. I'll give it a forty-two. Forty-two. Uh yeah. For the food stuff, I'll give it a twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Uh, I'll give it a 39. Why not? Giving it a 36.33, which is 16 points higher than fried green tomatoes. Ironic. Mm. Um, <laughs> all right. Our next category. Is that the bro- uh, <laughs> What's about food? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, is it, I'll ask Alanis Morissette and get back to you. Okay? <laughs> Thank you. Is it ironic? <laughs> um, <laughs> vibrato. How would you rate Julie and Julia in vibrato? So this category, in addition to literal vibrato, like singing, we also mean like anytime they take a moment, give it extra, like sort of zhuzh it up, mm-hmm. give more than it needs, but you'll like it. Well, I think me, Julia's I would... doing it the whole time almost. Yeah, like, like her Meryl's voice. performance. Yeah. 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 There's that. To me, the thing that I was like, that's vibrato, was uh, after her first day at the cooking school, when she comes home and she has this comically large like tower of onions. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. <laughs> you didn't need that many, but I get it. Okay. It's I like fun. It. That tickles yeah. me. Okay, fun. That, how many onions do you think that was, that tower? It looked to me like something like 50 onions. Like 50, there's no 80, way. I bet there yeah. was something underneath it and it was yeah. just a sprinkle of onions around it. Movie right. magic. That's the movie saying. magic. I think God, that's cool. classic <laughs> Efron movie magic. So if that was in a theater, we'd hear John yelling, that's fake. They fake that. <laughs> fake. Hollow, fake. hollow onions. <laughs> hollow onions. Don't be impressed. <laughs> Which I've heard you yell at a hibachi restaurant as well. <laughs> Hollow onions. Well, I just like, to, I call it as I see it. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Hollow onions, empty soul. That's what I say. Uh, yeah, so how extra do we think Julie and Julia is? I guess she plays Julia Child, who already is kind of extra and foppy pretty accurately. There's not a ton of extra play on who that character already is. Is maybe. making a movie based on two books extra in and of itself that's oh, kind of extra you're going meta it's more than yeah. you need but it's did you like it not particularly but <laughs> <laughs> i love the julia child half you know mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. is fun to see i don't know in some ways it is an interesting time capsule of like an awful person at a very specific <laughs> part of time you know what i mean like oh there was a time you could like me i guess now she'd have a podcast 
Uh-huh. She'd be doing right. like a, a, a recipe an episode. She'd be doing cereal, but of that book. Mm-hmm. Right. Not <laughs> breakfast cereal. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to get different. Oh, people do do that show. Our friend Mono does that show. <laughs> it's going to make fun. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> well, we'll find out if he listens to this podcast. Still. <laughs> Trust me, he'll be humiliated. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I want to give this for vibrato. Yeah, maybe a 33. 33. Yeah, it's pretty low. I'll go 21. 21. Um, I'll go 29, giving it a 27.67, which is very low for this category. It's the lowest we've, the next second lowest is Just Friends, which has a 35.33, and that's a repellent movie. <laughs> seeing, a, seeing a trend with this movie being close to Just Friends on the scale. <laughs> uh, that's not good for your <laughs> I uh, I don't own anything about this movie i don't care not mine <laughs> perfect great all right our next category footwork how would you rate the footwork in julia and julia the footwork oh boy i don't know well there's all this all the uh extra labor they have to do to make meryl streep look taller <laughs> like they're basically shooting her like gandalf in lord of the rings right, <laughs> right. <laughs> especially when she's like sitting next to jane lynch at lunch it's like someone's sitting on a stack of telephone books right there that's fake that's fake hollow <laughs> <laughs> oh, not real Hello. she's sitting Hello on onions. books she's sitting Hello on onions, onions. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they use with all those extra onions yeah she's sitting on a bag of onions they dance yeah. at a wedding but there's not a lot and there's not even like a lot of like crazy camera movement where you could sort of be like, oh, no, that's not what this walking. movie's about. Yeah, I think pretty low on that. Yeah, I'll give it a I'll give it a seven, seven. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a I'll give it a seven as well. Seven. Uh, I'll give it a 14 for all the the Gandalf of it all. <laughs> <laughs> OK, giving it a nine point three three pretty low, but higher than eating out, which only has a three point three three. Okay. All right. Our next category: animal print. Do we clock any animal print? I don't think so. Everybody was pretty like uh, straight laced, right? No, no, either like a style at the time. Yeah, yeah. they didn't go to one bowling alley. <laughs> either New York <laughs> investors or French uh, chefs. I thought she lived in. She moved to Queens. There's a Long Island city in Queens. Queens is like a like a. Uh, it's sort of like Brooklyn, where like there's certain neighborhoods within Brooklyn. Yeah. And so like Long Island City, Astoria. Um, but Long Island other... City is not on Long Island. Correct. Well, That's some people argue that all of Queens is part of Long Island because it is technically like that island is all attached. Like you don't have to go over a bridge. Um, but it is mostly most people do not consider that part of uh, Long Island. Interesting. <laughs> Wasn't fascinating. That was Thanks. so fascinating. <laughs> We're learning about the bureaus. Mm-hmm. Burrows? Burrows. Bureaus. 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 Bureaus is like <laughs> organizations, I think. <laughs> We're learning about the bureaus. There's the well, Federal of the Investigation. The Federal Bureau. They do not recognize Long Island City as part of Long Island. <laughs> and there's also the thing but in my the agricultural uh, the Bureau of Agriculture. <laughs> They're a little different. And there's the bureau where I keep my spices. Mm-hmm. Of course. Of course. We all know about that one. <laughs> I can't shut up about my spice bureau. <laughs> Uh, what what category animal, was it again? Animal, animal, print. animal print. Zero, zero, no animal. Zero. Print. No animal I'll print. go five because I know in the past we've said actual animals get some print. So we saw, you know, we got some duck and chicken skin. So a five. Oh, and a beautiful <laughs> lobster print. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll go to two. 
giving it a 2.33, which is very up beating terms of endearment, which has a zero. <laughs> Great. All right. Now this is the last of the canon categories. Ryan, on a scale of zero to a hundred, how likely are you to recommend Julie and Julia to a gay person? Uh, five. A five. <laughs> Out of a hundred, right? Yeah. Out of a hundred. Yeah. Yes. yeah so yeah, if a gay yeah. person says, I've never seen Julie and Julia, you're going to be like, you really probably don't want to watch this movie. <laughs> But I love Amy Adams, but I hate <laughs> bloggers. <laughs> I don't know that I would try to dissuade anybody from watch it, but I just don't think I would share. You know, you, would you keep, would keep, 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 it keep your yourself. cards keep close, close to your chest. Yeah. Oh, keep it in the okay. bureau. Yeah. <laughs> keep, it, keep it in the bureau. Yeah. With your hollow onions. Um, <laughs> a five. Uh, I'll actually give it, uh, even though I really didn't like the movie, I'll give it a 15 just because I would say like, well, it's one of Merrill's nominations amy you know like it's not bad there's there's stuff to like about it even though it did send me into a blind rage but yeah 15. <laughs> i do think meryl streep is very funny in this am i wrong i like her i don't think, I think she's no, really funny and charming in this when she goes mrs joy <laughs> the, when they when she meets the uh, joy of cooking lady funny <laughs> yeah she's good she's she i would say is the part of the movie to enjoy you know yes, you're not watching yeah. it for all it's all leading up to her as sort of the you know the excitement or the punchline or whatever mm -hmm. i'm gonna give it a 35 Ooh. just for the marrow of it all and the the pedigree i'm giving it a 18.33 uh, all right, now we are into the wheel category. So these are all categories that previous guests have brought in and we put them on this wheel on my phone. Ooh. So we're gonna spin it uh, four times and whatever category randomly pops up, that's how we will judge this movie. And then at the end of these four, you're, that's what you add a category. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. Real bodies. Real bodies. How would you rate the, I, I think there's a ton of like real bodies on display. Wouldn't we think? Sure, I mean like, Stanley Tucci is not in like horrible shape, but he's not like super late. Like Christmas scene is definitely like the, you put him mm -hmm. on a magazine cover. Stanley Tucci, maybe not so much. Maybe Cigar Aficionado, I can see him on the cover definitely, of that. Yeah, they sure. also don't <laughs> seem that picky. No. <laughs> For the cover, no. <laughs> For the centerfold, that's tough, but anyone can get the cover. For the cover, it's like, here's a guy who invented a sandwich and now wears a pork pie hat. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's a lot of real folks. I think you know, just taking the cooking class and uh, right, things like that. True. I guess mm -hmm. they're sort of like well-to-do, but I wouldn't say they're like. Um, it's not a bunch of models. Right, right, right. This is well, like not a lot of young middle-aged. Right, yeah, right. That's the Julie and the Julie part. They're all like fine. I get you know. There's no like yeah. You don't see many people outside of just her and Christmas Cena, though. Like you see That's her boss true. a little bit. She's got her one black friend, but you mostly see her from behind. I don't think I we ever that. see her yeah. face in this entire movie. <laughs> she doesn't have one. Hollow onions. <laughs> Hollow onions. No face. <laughs> they did pay for an actor with a face. God, you guys know all the tricks they used in this movie. We've been yeah. around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you watch movies, you know, too, we pick things up. Yeah. You pick things up. <laughs> you read IMDb trivia enough? Yeah. Yeah, so what do you want to give this for real bodies? Real body, I give this um, a 75 for real 75. bodies. 75. Yeah. Uh, I'll give it a 60. 60. Uh, I think I'll split the difference, kind of, sort of. Giving it a 64. <laughs> Giving it a 66.33. I realized this the other night. It's like, I need a bit to do while John spins the wheel. <laughs> 
There you Here go. We go. You have one. Talk Bucking heteronormativity. Bucking heteronormativity. Huh. I don't know if I don't I think, think it very much all. plays it right yeah, down the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. It takes me a while to type in heteronormativity. Because um, <laughs> I have so much bile rising in my yeah. throat. Uh-huh. I'm so disgusted. <laughs> Um, I don't think it's really bucking it at all. I mean, is there even something about like Julia Child's and like Paul's like relationship, like by not having kids? Or maybe that her like going to the advanced like cordon bleu class in a way, you know what I mean? I'm not going to go to the hat making class that all the other wives are doing. I'm going to follow my own path. There's maybe something to be like, she's not fulfilling the typical role of like an ambassador's wife. Right. Sure. When the men realized she was fearless or would, would that kind of yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. Which is all part of, you know, like straight culture. Right. Misogyny. Mm-hmm. But this isn't like, you know, uh, I don't think that was trouble. the goal much, no. much here at all. No, <laughs> no. How do we dismantle the patriarchy? <laughs> With a With cooking this... blog. Ah, take that. Yeah. And they are still like cooking in pearls. Offensive. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, uh, maybe, I'm giving it another five. A five. Uh, I'll give it a four. Four. I'll give it a seven for her taking a cooking class. <laughs> giving it a... <laughs> oh, the first <laughs> woman ever. <laughs> she apparently was. <laughs> giving it a 5.33. Uh, you ever uh, worn pearls, Ryan? You know, I haven't. I've, I haven't thought about it. They no. don't have male jewelry with pearls, do they? I don't think I mean, so. Sure. Why not? It seems like you never see it, like a male bracelet, even a male, yeah. a pearl inlay <laughs> they on a ring. They tend to be more gold, gold but you you can yeah. do pearl, pearl earrings. Yeah, it might not look bad at all, but uh, yeah, you do see more of the gold and the silver, you know, platinum. Or you see guys mm-hmm. with those like black metal rings. Uh-huh. Like, okay, we get it. You like Game of Thrones. You got that in Sky Mall. We saw. Yeah, you love an IPA. You're unique. <laughs> Quirky. Uh, bulges. 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 Well, that lobster's trying to get out of the pot like it's bulging over. <laughs> <laughs> you're you reaching, Mark. Mark, you're reaching. <laughs> I'm you definitely reaching. <laughs> I was thinking like tying the no. I mean, all the suits look good, but like they were tailored to be like. Right, I, you know, even like they Christmas were, Cena, mm-hmm. you don't really, you don't see nothing. Yeah. No. <laughs> totally ripped off. <laughs> this movie's bullshit. This <laughs> Why is he even in there if you're not going to see nothing? Yeah, I gotta see something. <laughs> Nips are nice, but I want the bulge. <laughs> Give me the bulge. Uh, yeah, a lot of bulges. Pretty low. Pretty yeah. low. Pretty low. I mean, could we a... say like the chicken, like when you stuff it, it kind of there's a bulge. I don't know. Again, I'm reaching. <laughs> does it? Yeah. Does I don't think a chicken balloons when you stuff it. Does it? Probably gets bigger. Does Maybe. no? It's got the ribs. Well, the she back stuffed that stuff in that. Well, when she deboned the duck, that big uh, dramatic moment. That's true. I don't know. Again, we're stretching here. We're stretching. What is I this? A, a yoga four. class? <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you're so good with a quip. You're just so fast. <laughs> I'll give it a two. A two. Um, yeah, I'll give it a, I'll go one. Fuck you for the bulges. <laughs> Giving it a 2.33. <laughs> All right. 
I guess you as a man don't look for bulges, but as a straight guy, you're probably not looking for bulges. Oh, I'm looking. I'm looking to compare. Are you? Of course, I got to compare. compare myself, of course. <laughs> oh, you got to measure your own. Yeah. <laughs> I'm better. <laughs> I'm better. I should be in this. You're tearing at the screen when you're in the theater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Sing along factor. Sing along mm. factor. Mm. I mean, I you could anything. say that like, Julia Child's voice is very sing-songy and there's something about it where like it makes you kind of want to like do an impression. Well, they kind of do that during the SNL sketch when right. they're like, do, do, you know. Mm -hmm. True, true. Is there even remember. any music with words in this? <laughs> it's, uh, it's like, yeah, like there's French a few. Songs, right? No, there's French a few songs. that like, there's a time after time, like. Um, Cindy Lauper, Nora, not the Cindy Lauper. No, no, no. Uh, it's an old standard, like Julie Stein song. Like Nora Ephron does love that, that, like the great American song, like, like all those classic sort of tunes. She loves a Harry Connick Jr. needle drop. Exactly. So it's needle one of those. Drop. She does have a few of those in there. Okay. I don't know if we'll be shadow casting to uh, <laughs> uh, Julia, Julia. I don't think so really either. But I think for me, like the impression of Julia Childs has a sort of sing- song equality and it does sort of you do kind of want to play around with it so i'll i'll Have give it fun. some points for that yeah like mm -hmm. oh this is whimsical okay yeah it's almost childlike in a way <laughs> julia the innocence childlike. of a child yes <laughs> yeah i like that i agree i agree that that part is very fun performative i'll give yeah. that a 20 a 20 a yeah 20. i'll go 23 for that 23 uh i'll go 22 giving it a 21.67 all right, Ryan, the time has come for you to add a category that we can judge Julia and Julian and add it to the wheel so we can also Potential judge future movies. future movies on how gay they are. Okay. Um, we can workshop it. Yeah. What about what about something with um with like aggressive haircuts? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Aggressive I haircuts. I like just aggressive haircuts. Okay. Yeah. Like he said it perfectly. <laughs> and I think we got Amy Adams. That's an aggressive haircut. She yeah. does have a bit of an aggressive haircut. Mm -hmm. It's like she's trying to like, if anyone asks her, she'd say, oh, I just want something simple. But no, you don't leave the house with that and say you want, you're like attacking people with this. Yeah, right. You're demanding to be noticed. That's a cry for help, her haircut in this movie. Because <laughs> it's very, it's pretty short, but there's a lot of layers. And I don't know how they do that. It looks like there's a lot of different <laughs> lengths, even though there's not that much of it to work with. This will be relevant to two people, but she looks like Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> Okay, well, we are not those two people going. that yeah, it is relevant sorry. to. But sorry. the two people out there, there's hair going in every which way direction that define physics. That's right. It it almost looks a little bit like a mullet from the uh, right angle. Yeah, it's like yeah. some whoever worked in hair was like, I've got this left over from Joe Dirt, and they're like, that'll do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Leftover dirt. Um, <laughs> so her hair style was like, fuck you, Amy Adams. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what do you what would you give uh, this in uh, aggressive haircuts? Everyone else was pretty clean cut. There was like a chef wearing one of those funny hats that very does some movement, hat. which I enjoyed. But everyone else had pretty closely cut. So I would say not very aggressive hair. I would say <laughs> pretty boring. <laughs> maybe a maybe a fifteen. Fifteen. I will say since half of the title characters of this movie have an aggressive haircut, I will give it a fifty. 50. Uh, yeah, I'll give it 45 just for the, all of Amy. I'm doing all the heavy lifting. <laughs> all right. Now we are into the bonus categories. So these categories, it's from zero to 10. And these are all just bonus. So if it doesn't do well, it's okay. It doesn't penalize or affect it negatively. These are just extra bonus points. Great. So now we're in zero to 10. How would you rate Julie 
and Julia on makeover montages. There's True. montages, but there's not. <laughs> there's no there's real makeover, like, yeah. No. I guess it's kind of when she's like learning to become a better cook, kind yeah, of. Yeah, maybe. When she's like bit. telling, when she's writing the letter to Avis and we're seeing all like her day. Yeah. It's a little bit like I don't I don't think it's zero. I don't think when it's she 10. Can't, when she <laughs> goes from not being able to chop the onions to being first to cut the lobster, that's a bit of a maybe it's growth more than a makeover though. No one does that right. to her. It's an right. emotional makeover. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Are makeovers only done to you? Is that what you think, Ryan? I think you, someone has to make you over. I don't think you can give yourself a makeover. I think what that's if you have styling. To? What if you're now lost in the woods and you <laughs> like want to change your look? <laughs> She's like, I'm going to give myself a makeover. Yeah, I'm going to try different branches <laughs> for a dress this time. <laughs> I'm always going with moss. <laughs> stuck in a rut. Literally, yeah. I'm stuck in a rut. <laughs> yeah, makeover montage. That's the only one I can think of is her cooking more. I'll give it a 0. 0.5 for makeover montage. 0. 0.5. Ryan, did you say yeah. your score already? Uh, let's give it a one. A one. Yeah. You know, I'm going to give it a two for becoming a better cook. We should all be so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Giving it a 17.67, which is pretty good. Okay. Gave it a what? It got a 17.67%. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. 0.5%. 1.17%. Okay. I got to add the little percentage symbol. Otherwise, it. <laughs> everything collapses all right our next category cheerworthy cameos were there any cameos where you like stopped and cheered well there's dan Aykroyd. oh sure mm-hmm. francis sternhagen love her she's only in that one scene who is she she's the woman who wrote the joy of cooking who's like i spent my own money they haven't paid yes. me anything yes yes <laughs> right she's also in misery and she's cliff's mom on cheers Ooh. These are all very relevant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> big cameo type. Yeah. Big cameo. Well, we got the Strand Bookstore. That was fun. Sure. Yeah. And there's also the Shakespeare and Company. Hey, look, I like books and I like bookstores. So sure. I get excited when I see bookstores. That's good. And Shakespeare right. companies. And they are playing themselves. So it really is a classic cameo. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we want to give it for a cheerworthy cameos. I guess I'll give it a two. <laughs> a two. Yeah, I'll go two as well. I'm also going to go two. Why not? Nobody cares. Um, <laughs> our next category: <laughs> pool trouble. Ooh, maybe the lobster killing was the only thing I wrote down. Yeah, that's but there's true. no no swimming. Mm-mm. No real pool. Pools of butter, but no. They were in the bath. <laughs> in the bath, taking that picture, and she said, sure. "Look at me." She's being kind of naughty. <laughs> yeah, a little naughty there. Pay attention to me. You're in trouble. <laughs> but yeah, this isn't uh, this isn't Gremlins. Yeah, I guess no. it gets a one for me for pool trouble. A one. I'll give it a one as well. One. Um, I'm gonna give it a zero. There's no wow. pool trouble. Giving it a point six seven, which is still higher than Pieces of April, which got a zero. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next one. Witches. How witchy. Is Julia and Julia? <laughs> we have a I woman stirring cute. a pot. There's that, sure. They're cauldron adjacent. Yeah, We've got that but coven is... of bitchy women ordering cob salads like it's True. a spell of some sort. It's not yeah, really not very witch. magical. It's pretty like like aggressively normal or whatever. You know what I yeah. mean? Grounded. Like, yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although it's cooking a kind of witchcraft, like you're like you know like putting ingredients together it's like a spell sure. you transforming things into something else mm-hmm. oregano 
Yeah. Eye of Newt. Exactly. Wing of yeah. Bat. Sure, sure. <laughs> you can really taste the Wing of Bat. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Wing of Bat forward as a dish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's very witchy though. Over, And I love to look for witchy things. But you there's, do. I, there's just, mm-hmm. I couldn't. Amy Adams' character is like the opposite of witchy. She's like, just not. I feel <laughs> is like. she like a digital witch, maybe? Nah. Entrancing people with her blog? Maybe. Mm. Making her house of candy <laughs> in digital form <laughs> to trap the little children. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, what do you want to give this for witches? Give it a one. No, a one, no, for, uh, for cooking, a three. A I three. think the cooking thing I like. I'll go one for the cooking. Because it would be very, you could just Photoshop like a black pointy hat on like a lot of frames of these. And you're like, oh, what is that, Halloween? You could Photoshop Um, a lot of witches into this movie. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. That's true. (laughs) Then it would be witchier. There we go. Yeah. That's Uh all it needed. So for that, a 10. Yeah. (laughs) All right. This next category, gay actors playing gay roles. Well, we just got that one guy. The Yeah. We don't know if he's a gay role, but he is a gay actor. So that's all we got. One half? 0. 0.5? <laughs> yeah. I'll give it a one for that. Yeah, I'll give it a one, sure. Giving it a 0. 0.83, which is higher than Air Bud, only got a 0. 0.67. Ooh. Okay. Uh, all right, next category, themes of mothers. <laughs> well, we have Amy Adams and her disapproving mother. We love Mary Kay Place. That's right. And then the whole theme, there is a theme of Julia not being able to have a child herself. Now that's ironic. Isn't it? Julia I really do think. Fun. That's oh, funny. That should have been the catchphrase for this. <laughs> she would have laughed and laughed and uh, laughed. Oh, 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 oh. You're making fun of my tragedy and a, with a pun. That's good, John. I don't know. That's pretty good. Thank you. Send it to Kimmel. <laughs> I heard Kimmel's casting SNL now. <laughs> yeah. It's very mm-hmm. weird. And he's looking at some real edgy impressions like Julia Child. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't say it's like an uh, like a huge theme of the movie though, but like the disapproving mother, yeah, and so even like Julia get, Child's yeah. mother, even though she's only in that one little bit, it's more the dad, but still. Oh right. Mm. So what do you want to give it? I don't know. Two. A two. Yeah, I was gonna say two as well. I'll also give it a two. Give it an average of two, tying it with <laughs> Last Holiday. Okay. All right. Mm. Did you guys like Last Holiday? Sorry, maybe you shouldn't talk about other movies. No, it's okay. I really like Last Holiday. I was surprised. It's cute. Yeah. It's like a good laundry Sweet. movie. It's yeah. cute. Yeah, it's a good it's like laundry a, movie. That's right. It's like a hug. We could all. <laughs> Lord knows we could all use a hug these days. <laughs> am I right? Can I get an amen from my? Is that fan? also Efron or? <laughs> no. That who is that? Uh, Wang it was Wang, orig- I believe directed. It was like it. originally written for John Candy, and then he died, and they said, "Well, then we got to go to Queen Latifah." <laughs> There you go. There you go. <laughs> they didn't even have to change a script thing. I don't, have anything. I don't know what I'm saying. Find, replace he with her. And there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I have prostate cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in. Leave it. Just Leave it. Leave it's it fine. Fine. Time. People We're are losing folding laundry losing while they're watching this. We got all the he's and hers right, right? Leave it in. <laughs> That's the important right. thing. People are folding socks later, while yeah. they watch this. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> all right. Our next category, dramatic smoking. 
There was quite a lot of smoking in Paris, which was fun. Yeah, there was a lot of smoking. To me, the 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 smoking that was the most fun was when they're all in the ladies' room and sort of gossiping. That to me felt yeah. the most like, ooh, I wish I could pull up a cigarette and they hang out do in that like, lounge. Their cigarettes, I guess that they seemed like shorter than typical. Like they just seem more like classier. Like that's the problem <laughs> with smoking. Like it is does look cool. Yeah. <laughs> you it's know fun I mean? and it's a great prop. Yeah. It looks yeah. great. You could be have a lot of like room to play. Yeah. Your, just, your gestures do. can get a can, yeah. can grow a little bit because you're, mm-hmm. you know, putting <laughs> dry ice in the air to give a misty. It's you a, can like a dark flick it if night. you're like <laughs> mad at somebody, you know. Right. Yeah. You can reveal a lot of character through smoking. That's true. I prefer to use my words. Wow. But you're a writer. You're there you go. That's this. who you are. Yeah, that is. That's your cigarette. A... <laughs> Words right. are my cigarette. The pen. And I still uh... have lung cancer. <laughs> this isn't fair. <laughs> Stop drinking that ink. <laughs> I'd give it a five for uh, all that French smoking. A lot of French smoking. Region. There five. is a lot of smoking, but I wouldn't say it's like very like dramatic. Like there's no the, like no. there's no like punctuating like a line or like a dig. But True. there's a lot of it. I'll give it a two. A two. Uh, I'm gonna give it a four. I think it's fun. Giving it a 3.67, which is three points higher than Air Bud. All right. All right. There we go. Not a lot I mean, of smoking you're... in Air Bud, huh? No. <laughs> Sadly, no. <laughs> the original script, it was a dog who could smoke. In the basketball and he re- <laughs> yeah. That's how the town first fell in love with him. It was smoking. Because he was smoking green Air Bud. Get it? Yeah, yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog smokes weed. <laughs> cool. Yeah. It was written for Snoop Dogg, but then he had to drop out, so they got an actual uh, dog. Wow. Wow. Why hasn't there been a movie? Does Snoop Dogg fly the plane in Soul Plane? I don't remember. I, don't know. I haven't seen it. I feel like only from the trailer, it seems like that to me, <laughs> but I don't recall. <laughs> I know. All right. Finally, the last of the bonus categories quips. How quippy is a Julie and Julia? I think it's funny. Like, I think um... Julie's uh, Julia is quippy, but I don't think anybody in the current times is very quippy. No, they're just more like sour and like, yeah, like I get it. It's post 9-11, but your problems aren't even related to 9-11 seemingly. <laughs> right. You seem like totally unaffected by they're into like development. Yeah. They're like, let's keep building. This is great. Yeah. Everything's fine. Let's tear down more, more real estate. <laughs> yeah. We can get here. yeah. Yeah. I call that a good start. Um. <laughs> wow we gotta cut that line right we should take that line out of there <laughs> they're mean but they're not anti-american right <laughs> i learned everything i knew about real estate development from osama bin laden anyways julie what's this about a blog <laughs> uh. I wouldn't call it a very quippy movie, which is surprising because I think Nora Ephron's like her writing has a sort of fun quippiness to it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think this movie had that. I think Julia Child has some fun quips. She's got some fun lines. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more like her delivery of them than like the line itself. Maybe. I don't know. I found myself laughing. I, what do we, I don't, I have no defense. Uh, I just, I just find all the Julia and like the Julia Child storyline just like so charming and like, right, effervescent. Yeah. I, I think, I think even though maybe they're not turn of phrase, I think her, yeah, the, the energy is there for me with her. I'll give it a, a seven only for, for Julia, but for the rest of the world, two. <laughs> maybe there's a good line on the blog. I don't know. <laughs> don't you love butter wow you're the one 
Like it's like people like I no love one. bacon. Like what? That's so weird. Like I don't think this movie's quippy at all. I'm gonna go zero. Zero. Uh, I'll give it a five, right down the middle, giving it a four, giving it an 18.33. Oops, I shouldn't have revealed that. It's got a four. <laughs> it doesn't matter. All right, now we are into the final group of categories. These are the iconic categories. This is the next to final group of categories. That's right. These, uh, so we're back to zero to 100, and mm-hmm. these are more like broader categories, sort of like more overreaching, you'll see. All right, so the first one, on a scale of zero to 100, how would you rate Julie and Julia in homoeroticism? <laughs> homoeroticism. Zero, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's a zero. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. <laughs> There's absolutely nothing. Giving it a zero, tying it with Air Bud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next in that kind of category, it's over-the-top wardrobe. What do you think about over-the-top wardrobe? The one There's thing nothing, that I thought was sort yeah. of over the top was at Amy Adams' birthday party where her where Christmasina gives her pearls and she's already wearing pearls and she rips off. Those are obviously fake, but she like rips them off and then puts on the new ones. And I thought pearls on pearls was a little over the top, mm-hmm. but I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's very little, little. Yes. Over the, that's like over the top <laughs> for Barbara Bush or something. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barbara, were you drunk when you were putting on your Two pearls, pearls this morning? <laughs> We call that a bukake. <laughs> I mean, it all looks nice, like especially yeah. the France stuff. The France stuff is, but that's almost more like that it's a period piece, not, it's right. not like, right. it's not crazy. Right. Yeah. Any of those characters walking down the street are not going to have other characters be like, what was that? The most fun one was the old, like the cooking instructor, the man with like the big whoosh, white bushy mustache. Yes. Right. Like he was like, dropping he was, that carrot on the ground. He yeah, looked yeah. like a <laughs> chef or Swedish chef. He was like out of Ratatouille. <laughs> so we what do we want to give this for over the top wardrobe? And then there was the lady who was recognizable in the plaid coat, which is pretty normal. I give it a 25. <laughs> 25. I'll give, it a, I'll give it a, I'll give it a nine. A nine. Um, yeah, I'll give it a 16. Giving it a 16.67, which is 0.67 points higher than Just Friends. <laughs> All right. Now, just Friends Airbud Zone. <laughs> yeah, you're in the Just Friends Airbud Zone, my friend. <laughs> oh, no. She thinks I'm like a brother and treats me like a dog. <laughs> All right. This is the last of the iconic <laughs> categories. Camp factor. How mm. campy is Julia and Julia? Maybe this will help you, Ryan. I got a quick list. We'll do this. I got a uh-huh. quick list of campy things I noticed uh, in this movie. Here we go. Oh, no. Julie doesn't like her amazing apartment. What will we do? A department <laughs> store window displays. Finding out the women you share air kisses and cob salads with are gentrifiers. It's very jarring <laughs> to go from a romantic French fantasia that's sexy, funny, and charming to transition to a woman with a bad haircut writing her blog. People <laughs> typing in movies never make typos. Getting a pearl necklace on your birthday? Oh, no. Now Julie's 30. How will she get through this? A top secret holidays recipe. Be devastated by the shoddy indexing of the second volume of The Joy of Cooking. Oh no, Julie's husband left her for being self-absorbed. What will she do? Your blog taking off being the thing that gets you to love your job talking to 9-11 victims. Getting a behind the scenes look at how the movie you're watching got made. 
thanking God that we're finally past the era of couples leaving cutesy answering machine greetings. No, I don't think Mastering the Art of French Cooking and the book Julie and Julia made quite the same cultural impact. And finally, <laughs> leaving a block of butter in a museum for someone else to clean up is really weird. <laughs> That's all the campy things I noticed. Yeah, that butter thing at the end really drove me a little melt. crazy. Yes, exactly. And when ants. she put it on there, that there was a big sound effect that went like glunk glunk, like like a brick. <laughs> and I was like, that was too much. Solid butter. That's solid butter. <laughs> yeah, it's the opposite yeah, of hollow yeah. onions. <laughs> right, right. It's real. It's not actually butter. It's a uh, concrete. <laughs> uh, camp um, factor. I don't know. Yeah, uh, 40? 40. I mean, I think you could say that Meryl Streep's performance has like a bit of cam to it. I do think she I, she does do like a great job of like, cause it could go to crazy town. You know what I mean? Like any Julia Child impression is like very, very, always on the edge of crazy town. And I don't think she, I think she, uh, uh, you know, manages her way through it expertly. I'll give it a, uh, it's not, I'll give it a 33. 33. Um, it's, yeah, I'll give it a 39. I do love that moment though, where she's like reading the letter from her sister who's pregnant. And then like, she's having a total breakdown and like crying while she says, I'm so happy. Yeah. And like, she mm -hmm. is all like, that's what you watch those moments. You're like, Meryl Streep is so good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. she she's, is. she's, she's good. very captivating. You know, mm -hmm. she's pretty good. I'll say it. I like bacon. <laughs> I like stick Meryl Streep. <laughs> you, oh, you're the fan. You've I'm the one. Going. Have you listened to the Beatles while you're eating bacon ever? Cause that <laughs> is the game changer. Too edgy. <laughs> They get experimental. That's true. Yeah, not interested. True. Revolution nine. Uh, I think we need another ten. I don't know. <laughs> I'll cut that out. Don't worry. Don't it's okay. Um, <laughs> finally, we're into the crown jewels. So these categories uh, we all agree on. So we don't score them. We all agree it either gets the bonus or it doesn't. Okay. All right. Oh, and just quickly, Snoop Dogg did play the captain on Soul oh. Plane. Oh, good. Okay. He was the uh, Captain Mac. He's uh, acrophobic. Mm. Uh, he's afraid of heights, buddy. The comedy, it rides itself. Oh my Classic. goodness. The pilot. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's neither here nor there. This is important. <laughs> what, for a 15% bonus, does Julie and Julia have a positive portrayal of homosexuality? Uh, no, oh, Julie doesn't like shoot any gay people, which I wouldn't put it past her. <laughs> Is that all it takes? <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah no gay people John. are shot in the face. So yeah, an extra. <laughs> yeah. That's the bar. Yeah, that's the bar. <laughs> it's been uh, pretty tough for gay people in movies. <laughs> <laughs> no one's shot us. Um, yeah, yeah, it I don't seems think, like pretty non-existent. Yeah, yeah, I think no, it does no, not it get this bonus. And then finally, negative 50% if this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not lose 50% of its points. All right, Ryan, well, we're at the end. How, How do you think, think it did now? Did. I think it did pretty poorly. <laughs> do you think? Do you still think your original estimate was 50%? Are you still, do you s still feel like that might hold? No, uh, no. I guess <laughs> I was thinking maybe number 50 on your list. Oh, <laughs> oh I see. gotcha, gotcha. Out of how many you did, but... um. No, I think it probably is closer to like a 15 or 20 percent if if and that's generous. <laughs> All right. Well, I will tell you exactly 
how it did. Out of a total possible 2,083.68 points, Julia and Julia has scored 596.01, giving it a percentage of 28.6, making it the 79th gayest movie ever. Not as gay as Wayne's World, but gayer than just friends. You beat okay. just friends. Congratulations. You beat Good just to friends. Know. Good to know. Well, we asked you to bring in the gayest movie you could think of and <laughs> really failed. Really failed. So wait, it's number 79 out of how many total? 86. Out of 86 total. Okay. Pretty so low. almost last. Almost yeah, last. last. Almost last. <laughs> bottom 10. But you're ahead of uh, what about Bob Kramer versus Kramer when Harry met Sally and Goodwill Hunting. Wow, uh-huh. Nora Ephron not really uh, having a tough time. You'd think she'd be higher, higher to the top. But I guess right. they are like rom, like her thing was like kind of like rom-coms, you know? Yeah. Although maybe right. Heartburn would do better. I don't They're know. They're sensitive, but they are kind of like for, it's like legitimately heterosexual love stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, yep. Good delineation there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I enjoyed watching it. John had a miserable time. <laughs> but I'm glad well, I never sorry, have to watch John. it again. It's okay. Yeah. It's all right. No. Yeah, we knocked it off. You're ever having to see it again, Liz. Exactly. Thank Take you. it yep. off that list. Always a positive. <laughs> right next to roadkill footage. Um, <laughs> I got to get to that roadkill. Yeah, that's, uh, well, you got to watch at least one more time. Yeah. Okay. Well, Ryan, thank you so thank much you. for doing this. Thank you guys for Such having me. Such a delight. Me. And thank you so much for wearing the matching shirts that I requested. We're all wearing really yes. a array of different purple, burgundy, <laughs> brick tones. Yeah. People at home will love to hear about them. They will. Um, they will. Ryan, is there anything you'd like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Uh, no. I mean, you mentioned them, but our my group, Big Grande, has a new couple podcasts on our website, Big Grande website. And then I also have a podcast that I do with my friend Dan Lippert called uh, Man Dog Pod on Patreon. So check that out. You should check them out. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, you yeah, you we were on an episode, it. yeah. That's right. We guys, we had a blast. We, we did. did have a blast. We did have yeah. a blast. Yeah. That was <laughs> well, thank you so much, Ryan. You're the best. And we'll be right back. We're back. Fun. That was fun. Ryan was fun, even though that movie made me crazy. I know. But I I don't know. I get what I totally am with you with Amy Adams, but I love the julie child paul like it's just like a love to me it's just like a lovely relationship that you don't really see of like the super supportive husband who's not threatened by his wife's success at all and like he's horny for her and it's like <laughs> right. you never see that you know what i mean and that stuff's like mm-hmm. and they're so fun together they clearly like adore each other they have such yes. great chemistry so all that stuff is that's like i want uh, almost like a like the anti Zack snyder cut of julie and julia <laughs> where it's like shorter and just this yeah i mean i think you you could definitely do that. I, but I also felt like that, I don't know how, would, do you think it would be tough to maintain that for a whole movie? Cause like, I agree, like everything you, I agree also with everything you said about like, they're so delightful, they liked each other. But like, if that was just an hour and a half of that, would it seem like there's nothing really going on? It's just everyone having fun and cooking food. Right. <laughs> Great. I mean, you're folding I'm, laundry. Sure, am I going to be so mad about movies that's just fun and they're cooking food? I'm not going to be mad at that. I, I can't stand not. No, no. not if Why do you think the food network exists? Right. <laughs> well, speaking of not being mad, we got an email from one of our listeners. 
Uh, this comes from Jason and Jason says, hello, I just finished listening to the hackers episode and found it extremely enjoyable. I always watch or rewatch every movie you spotlight before listening to the podcast. So thank you for dictating a portion of my pandemic self-isolation viewing wow. schedule for me. All right, Jason, thank you for your commitment. Uh, he said, I'm writing because I wanted to, if I may weigh in on the, is he or isn't he discussion surrounding uh, Ramon Freak's supposedly implied gayness. Mm. No one mentioned it in the episode, so you may have missed it. But the revealing moment for me was in the scene where Dade hacks the high school's sprinkler system and mm. a chesty female student runs by in a tight, wet t-shirt prompting a now very excited Ramon to say to Dade, man, you see that? Not her, but that. Now, I feel like getting excited by boobs and objectifying a woman as that isn't especially gay, though this is in and of itself isn't conclusive evidence since I feel like a lot of gay men do have a fascination with breasts, at least conceptually. True. However, I will assert that enjoying wet breasts is strictly straight behavior. Furthermore, I feel like Razor and Blade were also maybe coded as straight because they called Angelina Jolie cute, but didn't say a word about Johnny Lee Miller who was standing right there also being extremely cute. In fact, don't they threaten to execute him with their little fake flamethrower or whatever that was? Now, fake flamethrowers may be gay, but being uninterested in Johnny Lee Miller's visual presence is definitely not. So for the gay characters category, I would probably give this a 12 just for that one scene where there's drag queen with a chandelier on her head. Anyway, thank you for indulging me on this important matter. Goodbye, Jason. Wow. Jason, that's a very we... compelling argument. Um, yeah, I don't remember the flamethrowers. I don't either. Do you? <laughs> no. But I guess, I don't know. Have you been, uh, some, it's sometimes hard not to, if I saw a woman in a wet t-shirt with her boobs out, I would probably not, how could you not look at them? Some, exactly. You know? I mean, Dolly I mean, Martin. I try, I sure. try, you know, give respect. <laughs> Leah, know? respectfully. That's, that's how you are, yes. But if it's all of a sudden, you're not expecting it. Exactly. You know? Just wet, uh, tight t-shirt with wet boobs in your face. Just, and also, what? Uh, he could be bisexual. He could like both Angelina and Johnny Lee. You, but you're talking about Razor and Blade. Yes. Oh no, right. Razor and Blade are like those two, right? That run. But, the yeah, club. But he was saying Razor and they, oh, they whoa, whoa, whoa. only I focused see. on Angelina and didn't say anything about Johnny Lee Miller, which goes against them. But I think yes, they could be bisexual. But Razor and Blade behavior. are clearly. I mean, they I look know. so gay. They seem, they seem like, um, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but they just seem like other. Like they're meant to be like from another queer. world. So that's like, kind of yeah. queer, you could say. You could they say that, queer. yes. Queer is a word. Yeah, that's a word that could be used. Yeah, so I, I still count them as, they get mm -hmm. points for the queerness. They're definitely, <laughs> I think they're down for whatever. <laughs> when your name's Razor and Blade, are you really going to be picky? <laughs> are you uptight? Not after the pills they've had, no. Yeah. Look at this party you're hosting. You're hacking during a party. <laughs> I think your boundaries are a lot looser than mine. <laughs> well, thank you, Jason, for emailing us. We appreciate that. And uh, we're so delighted that you are watching all these movies. Yeah, um, thank you. Some of them are hard to find. That's true. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes you got to pay for them. Um, but yeah, That's if you true. guys have any uh, thoughts uh, or uh, responses, reactions to some of our scoring system, let us know. You can email us at two old queens, TWO old queens at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at two old queens, TWO old queens. Follow me on Letterboxd where I maintain the current movie rankings. Yes, and we've got merch. If you go to tpublic.com and search for two old queens, you can find a lot of fun stuff to buy for yourself or your friends. And we also have a Patreon, Two Old Queens, the Retirement Plan. So if you like this, you want to support the podcast, you want an extra episode every week, just for five bucks, you can become canon and uh, hear more of this every week in your life. There you go. Have more We're totally have independent. To mm -hmm. We're like the yep. A24 of podcasts. That's, that is say. absolutely us. Mm -hmm. Although they probably have corporate backers. Probably, yeah. We don't. We've got nothing. It's just us. It's just us and you guys. 
That's all we got. And we thank you so yes, much. We do. do we know what we're doing next week? No, but I'll let you know. We'll find out. Follow us on the socials and you'll you'll learn. Yeah. Uh, that's all we got. We'll see you all next right. time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Connie Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. We didn't get that right. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.